Hello, this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Well, only just about. To be honest, the team and I were all set to come in and do the show live today, but after the Prime Minister's speech last night, that seemed like quite an irresponsible thing to do. And so we decided against it. We're going to play you a show, though, that's got loads and loads of funny bits um, from recent times. And, uh, I mean, it'll be funnier than usual, probably. But look, um, we'll be back next week in some form. Um, we'll do the show remotely. We'll do what we need to do. I love this show. I love you guys. But these are dark and dangerous times and we have to take certain measures. But um, stay on board. Listen to the show. It's really funny. I'll, I'll be listening. So enjoy that. And I will speak to you soon. Absolute radio. Speaking of uh, Saturday Kitchen, by the way, um, do you, are you aware? I didn't know this because I've only ever seen it uh, mute. Oh, yeah. But um, they, t- they speak out loud. You get, they do that. They is that, do what that. You're I, guess, say is? I guess that. But, um, <laughs> but uh, heaven and uh, hell is a thing on there, and you say the worst, your least favourite food. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. And, uh, and then you say your most favourite. So I had to do that. And my most favourite food is um, French onion soup. Lovely. That's your most favourite. Yeah, I really like that. I did not know that about you, but that is... Um... I yeah. did not know that about anyone. Yeah, I love it. It's And I mentioned Café Rouge, which they were scornful of. Were they? I don't know why. But um, <laughs> I, I also said it's... Well, like, one of the things I like, it's the only soup that comes with a raft. Oh, nice. Um, anyway, so... The idea is generally, I think, the audience um, make you eat the thing you ate most, which yeah. um, for me was marzipan. Oh yeah. So there was. So anyway, the audience kindly gave me heaven. Can I just say great choices on both of those: French oh. onion soup and marzipan. I agree with. Oh, can I just what, say? I don't. As, like as in not I don't. Like, don't like marzipan. You what? see, uh, oddly, the French onion soup would have been very much my hell, oh, as you really? know. Oh, because you don't like onions, do you? Well, chives oh, yeah. are the real enemy. Yeah. Uh, so, did, so did you... They let you have your heaven. Was yeah, it nice? Yeah, so, so the, the main man made me a French onion soup. Horrible. <laughs> it was. <laughs> it was, yeah. It was a difficult situation to be in, but I really didn't like it. <laughs> what, what was horrible about it? Well, he put... It? Uh, is it chorizo? Is that what it's called? Yeah. And also pork. He put those in there. Made it very salty and He's had meaty. He's nightmare, this meaty. guy. Meaty. It's not even named and any he mocked, he mocked the, the rouge, but uh, le rouge, but yeah. actually it was, wasn't in the same uh, league as the rouge. Really? Uh, what, I don't want meat in it. So he said, what do you think? And you know that thing when you taste at the end, which I think they should get rid of on cooking shows. How did right. you... Can't you just say, there it is, it looks lovely. Anyway, next. But did you have to... Can I... Al, I think we should reenact the moment. So <laughs> imagine I give it over and I go... My so, guess is an honesty compulsion kicked in. This is what he did. Well, I... So, Frank, <laughs> would it, would it have a taste of this? What do you think? Well, I'd had a lovely time on there, so I balanced <laughs> it. I said... Well, I wouldn't have gone pork. <laughs> that was what I said. You didn't. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but I, di- I didn't. I didn't go. <laughs> right, which um, was your instinct? Yeah, I was so di- I was so excited about a proper chef, and he's obviously a brilliant chef. But uh-huh. I think it's that thing of making it a bit signature by putting meat yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. Frank, what? I'm just wondering what world we're in. Well, 
you think that he's, they should be grateful that you didn't spit it out? Well, it, they said to me, you can be honest about the food. Yeah. Right. I um, wonder if they meant that. I don't think they did for a second. <laughs> Why even bring it up? But I nearly did. <laughs> anyway, um, I, uh, it was a, I had a lovely time on there, but except for that. I can't wait to fact, dig that uh, off on the old eye player. Half way through the onion soup, I was thinking, well, I'm trying the marzipan. <laughs> Do you know what's going to happen, Frank? <laughs> that's going to go viral. There's going to be one of those, you'll never believe what this no, British I, guy <laughs> did when he was offered French think, onion soup. I think I put on a pretty good act. I think if you watched it, apart from the port line, you'd think, oh, he loves it. Look at him. Right. You can't, it's very hard to say, oh, no. It's, you know, I wouldn't want them saying, well, I saw you live recently. I didn't think you were funny at all on air. Mm. That would be harsh, mm-hmm. wouldn't it? Even if they thought it. Yes, but you did say shouldn't have gone. I wouldn't have gone pork. That's like if someone came backstage and said to you, "I wouldn't have ended with that joke, though." Oh, yeah, yeah, I'd still be. Um, I mean, that would be, they'd be dead to me. That person. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but I mean, where, what's pork even doing in a in a French onion soup? Yeah. yeah but but, do you know what he was showing off? Yeah. Well, you know what happens when you show <laughs> off. <laughs> Think he was tired. <laughs> Showing off because he was tired. <laughs> <laughs> the best of Frank Skinner. Absolute radio. So um, I went along to the uh, the English college um, in Rome with Boz to, to pick up our tickets oh, yeah. for the audience with the Pope uh, <clears throat> and got a bit of a tour. Um, <clears throat> of the college? Yeah. Very, I mean, it's a nice. Interesting place. It's mm. like a seminary, you know, it's where priests train there. Yeah. And um, there's a gallery in the upper, sort of like a minstrel's gallery with paintings on the wall. And he said, Oh, you, um, he said to Boz, said, You all right with the gory paintings? And they're paintings of the, mar- the English martyrs literally being like disembelled. And Ooh. stuff. I mean, absolutely aid de memoir. <laughs> <laughs> what we had to put up with yeah. uh, aid de memoir. It was really whoa. Anyway, we got me. T- we got our tickets, and the next day set off to the Vatican. And you led into this uh, in in uh, in cold weather. It all happens in a big room, like a big uh, gig. So I guess it holds probably thousand. No, maybe less than that. Say six hundred people. And um, I noticed when we was going through the metal detector airport security thing to get in, yeah, that everyone seemed to have a green ticket and we had white tickets. And I thought, you know, long experience of uh, being in the VIP area, I thought, hmm. So I went up to one of these guys and showed him my ticket and he went, ah, and took me in. Me and Buzz ended up in the front row. <gasps> yeah. Wow. Which was... Exciting. I like that, that that's signified by the white ticket. Yeah. Because yeah. that's where uh, the closer you get to the Pope's sartorial colour exactly. of choice. I mean, if you get the red ticket for the old Pope's shoes, that's it. Can I point out that I was, uh, as a sidebar to this conversation, I was named as one of uh, the Catholics of today in uh, the Catholic Herald. Pull out supplement. When was this? Okay. <laughs> When? Very recently, end of oh, the year. Right. Oh, God, I was pleased. 
But do you feel uh, like it's too short a time frame to be called Catholics of today? Like <laughs> immediately Paul's I think it the was day today. after. I think I hope it was today in the broadest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think they bring one out daily. <laughs> oh, it'd I be love terrible. That he's happy about that. And he's doing the Royal Variety performance. I wasn't trying to belittle it. I was just. Uh, oh, I was out. Yeah. I was out. <laughs> so the front row, you got the white ticket. Also, it didn't include Adrian Childs, which I mean was a extra bonus. <laughs> So um, I went forward with a white ticket and we were there in the front row and um, over comes... Uh, the, the Pope goes from person to person at the front and comes over to us. No. Shakes hands with uh, Boz and then starts chatting away to him in Italian. Boz <gasps> looking completely bemused. I don't know if Boz looks Italian. He's ginger. Right. Is this your... Can I ask? Is this your first meeting with this uh, Pope? It's, it's my first actual... I mean, you know, I shook his hand and we smiled at each other. It's the first time I've ever done that with a Pope. And um, I know it may sound strange to you guys, but you should have seen the entrance. When he... They had, they had an umpa band there that had come over. And he'd come in at the back and they were all playing. And he'd come down the aisle, the aisle shaking hands like a game show host. Brilliant. Down the centre. And this band... And he's there doing kissing babies. And there's a thing that they do. You know the little white hat he wears? Uh-huh. People yes. take their own little white hat and give oh, it to they? the Pope. And he takes his off, he puts theirs on for a second. Oh, really? And then he puts his back on and gives them... You see, he seems quite amenable then. But also, oh, what was yeah. this about the lady? Oh, when he slapped the hand. Yeah. Oh, she yeah, did yank see, on him, though. Did you what see happened? that? She nearly no. pulled him over. Yeah, I didn't like her. OK. Well, I mean, I've had that a few this times. This might be breaking news, but I side with the Pope on that one. <laughs> this is a good one. <laughs> the good, this, is a, this is a special moment for us all. <laughs> no, you can't pull out people really in capitalise their... should really capitalise on it while they've got their me. 80s. <laughs> no. Well, I was, I was thinking when this happened to me, I thought, if I talk about this on the radio, how do I explain to um, Al how excited I was? <laughs> and it's a bit like if an atheist met former GMTV presenter Fiona Phillips, <laughs> who is... It's a, a, a self-confessed atheist. Is she? Yeah, yeah. Didn't so know if that. you imagine that, I can imagine. Imagine oh, the, wow. po- the post Phillips euphoria. Yeah, <laughs> dizzy. That's what. It was brilliant. I tell you what was great though is you, we do the handshake and it's all lovely. He's got a brilliant smile. You feel is more. He? You know, he 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 blessed a couple of medals for us, and then um, you turn around, your chair's gone. Is that right? Oh. Yeah, right. That's you, Don. You're oh, out. is that Ow. right? Yeah, <laughs> brilliant. Right, brilliant. But uh, it was uh, it was pretty brilliant, I must say. <laughs> is that uh, what happens here with the chair when it's time for you to move on? Yes. You turn around what studio, at, um, your chair's gone. At, uh, at absolute. Yeah, absolute radio. But what about people like Bush, who stands up for <laughs> oh, the show? Oh yeah. An Easter there. What about if I came back from the bathroom, my chair had gone? Mm, you'd know. I mean, how would you tell Bush he'd been sacked? What I would have is I'd have a tub of hot wax in the corner as a metaphor. <laughs> Absolute Radio. The best of Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. As I would have, uh, I would have liked to have seen uh, Gabby, Gabby Logan. It's one of the few people in showbiz I've shared uh, a plate with. Is that oh, right? What, what yeah. do you mean? We, we were on a plate, a, a, a commemorative plate. We did a, a game show together, and if you won it, you got a, a, you know, a china plate, like you get like the pictures of the royals on. Oh, like right. um, Lady Di and Charles. Yeah, except it was oh. uh, it was uh, me, Gabby Logan, and uh, David Williams. 
No. He was. He did the pilot, and then he walked. Um, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> you always are. When yeah. you said you'd shared a plate, I thought you meant a lunch. You'd just no, had I a mezzo imagine, or imagine something. Imagine Gabby would would have half a satsuma. For right. Lunch. No, she's got. Listen, she's cooked me an omelette. Has she? <clears throat> yes. Okay. Excellent. How many and eggs? At Logan Towers. I've never managed an omelette. Oh, do you know it's lovely omelet. I've tried an omelette twice. Hang on, do you think we're you playing haven't... that I've never game? <laughs> yeah. No, I've, I've tried. I've tried an omelette. Do you know omelet. what I like? Playing I've never with Frank. <laughs> Most people have like, Frank's like, I've never had an omelette. No, I've had an omelette, but when I've tried to, I've tried to cook one twice mm. and it, it's, it's sort of separated into small egg sections. Like scrambled egg? Yeah. Yes, that's... Yeah. But often... not even that, all that very separate. So it looked like... Um, I'm sure we can sort this out. Did it look a bit... In fact, I'm bit... confident there's a YouTube video that we could get. Yes, did it, did it look a bit sort of rustic shoe? It looked like the, the face of a Doctor Who monster from the... Uh, <laughs> The 70s. <laughs> City of Death, the one who wears the white suit. It's, it had that sort of... Oh, hang on, let me remember. That. Is, it, um, is it that one, Emily? Oh. I, I've got no idea. <laughs> Someone will, He's got a very crumbly-looking face, and it looks like that. So, yeah, anyone who can make an omelette, I have tremendous she respect. She does. Oh, that's good. I make omelettes probably, I don't know, three, four times a week. Do you Maybe really? more. Mm. Maybe more. Yeah. Wow, you're a... Omelette obsessive. You know what I don't do. Obsessive. You know what I'm I don't do you. at home is poach eggs. So if, if there's poached eggs on a menu when we're out, I, have, I often have poached eggs because I think, oh, I don't do that myself. Yeah. But mm. I, I make omelettes at home. I remember Gabby did like a sort of stand-up routine on this show that we did about her two children and how one is posh and one is sort of not posh. And it was properly funny. Yeah. And of course, it didn't get in the edit because most people doing television don't know how to edit. <laughs> <laughs> oh but we won't, uh, we won't uh, dwell. We won't dwell on that. Um, so um, it's my last night tonight at the, the Garrick. Oh. Having been there for five weeks. You're going to miss it. I'll tell you what. You miss I, the old place, Frank. Oh, yeah, I'll miss, I'll miss it. I miss, um, I miss my day bed. I had a day bed in my <laughs> dressing room, <laughs> which, has, like got, which has, has already gone. Um, I'm going to write a memoir of this <laughs> run called City of Angels Took My Day Bed. Oh, they got so it. So they're in next, and uh, one of them has uh, claimed the day bed, so that's gone. So the daybed, is that for you to uh, cop to some zeds? Me to recline on. So it's a bit of a I could, I could Freudian couch. Yeah, it's, it's, it looks like something that you might have got in a, in a Wild West cat house. One of those kind of... Um, oh, yeah. I think you can... Can you say cat house? I think so. Oh. I think of the cleanest version of... Uh, I see. A bordello, a Wild West bordello. Gotcha. Mm. Yeah, it's got that kind Caught of up, um, yeah. metal about a head, head, oh, head board Oh, I know thing. exactly what you mean. But no, it's gone, it's gone too. I don't, I'm not really familiar with City of Angels, but I think it's based on Vim Vendor's Wings of Desire, which was a... That'd be an interesting thing to see. Mm. Do you know Vim Vendor's Wings of Desire? No. I'll tell you about it when we have a, some downtime. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think on air it wouldn't not on this show <laughs> the best of Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio what was I well I wanted to raise the subject of who wants to be a millionaire if that's alright ok you've got a bit of a nerve going on that if you don't mind me saying 
Um, Thanks, well, Skinner. You, know, you, you are. <laughs> I was throwing it open to the public. <laughs> I, I can believe it when I turned up. I mean, Frank, I would say, is this your third time? Frank? It's my first time on my own. You've have, done it with uh, David Baddiel and Adrian Child yes, before. Yes, exactly. I've, I've tasted both success and failure. So oh, what yeah. was the first amount you won with David? I've got a feeling it was 250 or am I incorrect? I think it was either 250 I can't remember if we won 250 each or whether... I think we won 250 between us. But, which is you know, great. And I remember your final question, which was to do with the chrysanthemum and being yes, Japanese... It, isn't yes. that weird? I've remembered that. Mm. Yeah, and then me and um, Adrian Charles failed miserably. I think got a thousand. It was on uh, where the un- the underground crypts. Oh wow, this is great work. <laughs> and, then and it was Paris. This time, let's put it this way. <laughs> I I I got um, sixteen grand. It's great, Frank. No, six. I think if I'd have phoned up the charity Losh. And and just done which a is what kind of charity, by the way? Well, it's a it's a it's an amazing. Oh, but I don't want to do the speech about no, no, what is I your mean... charity. They they work with um, people who've got uh, learning issues and okay. and, and, and stuff. Oh, yeah, it's a and, good but, charity. but not in a sort of a, in a sort of total integration. Oh, like a sort of family yeah. thing. So um, they, I could tell they had high. Ex- well, they told me they said we got high expectations. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. And I tell you, what I could tell is when I got came off. Oh. Um, was last there? No, no. But the the the, the person on <laughs> the show said, "Oh, yeah, we have your car. Oh, sorry, your car's not not oh, coming no. for another forty minutes." <laughs> Oh. So they obviously thought I'd be going big, and I, oh. I, I, I bombed. Oh, but then I would say, isn't it better that you did that rather than risk the money, Frank? Because I believe you, you took know, the choice that, not to. I know, to. but sixteen grand—what's the point? Yeah. <laughs> Well, well, be very is, careful of saying that. Yeah, no, but I'm on about a global charity. Sixteen grand to them is like people. a tiny. Mm. It's like a teardrop dropping into the Pacific. Can I tell you what my Should own? Be very happy with it. Though. Don't get me wrong. If I if I found um, sixteen grand in one of my old jackets, yeah, I'd exactly. be over the moon. Yeah. Okay. Can I tell you my observations <laughs> of the show? Go on. Firstly. Can you imagine how I felt when he had phoned a friend? The relief when he phoned his good friend Pierre, who he's touring with. Yes. I, f- I went and vomited yeah. on Pierre's behalf. Yeah, how did that go? And he, he really played a blinder. Thank oh, really? Oh, God good. for his mental health, because he did okay. Yeah. And God. you must have been relieved, Frank. That would have been awful if well, you got you it see, wrong. Again, He's the a trouble is, when, when you play for charity, you don't like to guess. That's no. the thing. Because right. I would have guessed it, a, a couple of them. If it was your own dime, as it were. Yeah. Yeah, Can exactly. I say, which Frank can't comment on this, and I don't know what his view is, uh, but I'm afraid, in comparison, all I'll say is I was stumped on several of your questions. Yeah. The others, and I would have got through to the million. They were so easy. I'm sorry, the others had. Well, I, I mean, one I mean, of the reasons. I mean, they may as well have had which monarch is on the current British currency. So is it like golf? Is it like golf that it was harder for you because you're so clever? Is I it? think it was. <laughs> no, it's a how a hundred percent. That is correct. <laughs> that is correct. You were playing off a handicap, Frank, because you're clever. Look, when I say I can't comment on this, it's not because I'm being diplomatic. It's because obviously I didn't watch the other two, <laughs> um, so I, I don't really know. Well, but I did. Okay. 
And can I say... I can't believe that that could possibly I think happened. it's true. They do it on Celebrity Mastermind, of which I'm a massive fan. Sometimes the general knowledge questions, um, they're harder for some contestants. Is it true you're doing Celebrity Mastermind <laughs> on um, Frank Skinner's appearances on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? <laughs> yeah, I know them all. Yeah, I'm, it's a good job I'm not doing them on that. <laughs> If they just asked me the questions again. Of course, I went home on the train. That was the night. When I went home on the train, you that didn't. was the night of the guy going, uh, <laughs> your name's not down, you're not coming in. Not tonight, not, not tonight. So the whole thing yeah. turned into a spiralling nightmare, <laughs> like, like the end of the Catch-22 movie. Um so well, yes, it was it was a, it was saying, a desperate day. But can I tell you if something? If you'd have got Martin McCutcheon's questions, you'd have been you'd have been on the million. Well, I've all, I've always thought that. <laughs> um, I I um, but I have never had more biscuits and confectionery in a dressing room than I had for that show. Oh really? They were already rewarding me for the for the great contribution. This is the best of Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I um. I woke up at, um, well, this is where it gets complicated. I woke up in order, I'll be straight with you, to go to the toilet mm. in the night. <laughs> Sounds like 24 hours in police custody. Hey, yeah. No shame. No comment. It? No shame. No shame. Um, you know, I'd had a drink. Yeah. Okay, it was water. <laughs> and then, um, so I, what I always do, I don't know if you do this, if, maybe you guys don't get up in the night at your age. But um, when I get, I always like tap the old iPhone, see what time I, I got up. So oh, then, yeah. so I did that. Nothing. You keep a journal, don't you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, exactly. That's the sort of thing I'd put in my journal. Is it? <laughs> so I tapped it again. <laughs> nothing. And it had utterly and completely died in the night. Oh, sorry. Are so we still worried. talking about the phone? Yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> but, yeah, but, I just feel somewhat relieved. Yeah, but the, no, that died many. <laughs> anyway, so I'm then the in fear position. on the young people's faces. That I know. Your phone has died. I think it was the ancient mariner who said, "Alone, alone, all alone, <laughs> alone on an open sea." <laughs> Can I just say, I never thought the glittering eye sounded bad. Oh, I loved his glittering eye. Back well, over to you, Frank, in the yeah. studio. Um, well, so then I'm in a situation. Um, I, my family are not there, by the way. So I'm in. I'm in on my own. In, and. I don't... That's my alarm, and I've got a radio show the next morning. So I thought... Oh, God, Zoom. There must be another alarm. So then I thought, there's that little plastic alarm clock I haven't used for years. And do you know when a battery gets that white stuff oh, yeah. on it where it's been left? And yeah. it's got, so that was like... As I opened it, it was like... Just like powder and dust. So then I'm thinking, well, how, how am I going to get up for the mm -hmm. radio show? Yeah. And I thought, I'll just have to stay up all night. Yeah. And then... <laughs> yeah, I, I thought. I, Can I tell you yeah, what I would have done? Go on, what would you have done? I think I would have hired maybe um, some sort of um, worker to just spend the night with me. I'm not saying anything would have happened. Oh, that sounds... I how how would I have done that? I'd have gone out on the street... Like the old days and procured... Yeah, Someone I in think that, that, that would have been... Um, Perhaps an underground toilet in Shepherd's Bush. <laughs> yeah, exactly, and said, excuse me. Uh, I just want to use you as my alarm clock. Yeah, yeah. will you get me up in the morning? 
Um, no. <laughs> it, I mean, I was, I was stuck. So in the end, I remembered I've got an old sort of Wi-Fi thing. Not Wi-Fi, Hi-Fi. Oh, yeah. And, and I, had a, I thought, I wonder if it's got an alarm on it. So I went and had a look. Good show. And it had, but this was in a different room. With, and it's, you know, old, uh, those sort of equipment have got about 900 wires. Oh, yeah. So I, I had to carry the whole thing like I was carrying a basket of... And into the room, and then work out how to set the alarm. Yeah. And then I couldn't work out how to find a radio station. So I, I woke I, I say I woke up. I basically stayed awake anyway, because I wasn't confident this would work. Yeah. But oh. anyway... It did. I was woken by. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, it was uh, someone percolating some coffee. Oh, well, no, it wasn't. So it's been a terrible night. Did the phone ever come back no, on at any phone, point? How did this happen? I watched the first episode of The Romans just before I went to Honestly. Uh, yeah, I watched wow. it. I've got um, BritBox. I was watching The First Doctor. Okay. Um, and it was fine. Um, I think one of the young ones can sort this out. What do you morning. do, though? What do I do? I go to the Apple I'm not sure they're shop all still or with something. Us. Look, no. look at it. Yeah, have you tried to stop doing that? We'll leave it with the young ones to sort out. I'm well, sure they will. There might be a problem. They all look so scared by this story. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, if got it's got like, to them, this is like reading Kafka. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's as if I've been arrested in Eastern Europe to them. <laughs> look at their faces. No, no phone, you say? The best of Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. I'd just like to say something. I am loving... Brad Pitt's energy at the moment. I want oh. me some Brad Pitt energy. He has good I'm energy. I'm anxious. I'm anxious about the Jennifer Aniston stuff. What? He's hankering after her I'm again. I'm worried he's going to break her heart all over oh, yeah. again. Yeah, no, she's fine. I'm quite pleased about it because oh, well. <laughs> they used to be called Brad and Angelina were called Brangelina. Yeah. But mm. if, if he gets back with Jennifer Aniston, I think there's a possibility of us calling them Braniston. Brands, yeah. Oh, brands. God, that'd be good. That'll, that'll be in a pickle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> ah. I'll set them up. You knock them in, Frank. But isn't it Team supposed sure. to be the first... If, if you go Brad, don't you have to go her first name? Yeah, but... Well, there, was also, like, there was a rather brilliant one on Twitter. doesn't lend itself as well to a joke. So no, OK, you were right. You were right to break the mould. <laughs> I think he's the one who's going to have the heart broken, I'm afraid. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I think he's, as I believe a woman pointed out on Twitter, he got seven kids and like too much alcohol. She good. <laughs> She's a free agent. Yeah. He's got a lot of baggage, Brad. He's yeah. not he's as got... appealing as he was from it's, that point of view. Yeah. I thought he had six. It's hard to. Uh, I think we're splitting hairs at this point. Got, yeah. we, we know the got, point we're he's, making. He's, he's splitting hairs as far as his inheritance is concerned. <laughs> well, this is true. Six or seven, still a bit too much baggage. Mm-hmm. But some <laughs> anyone listening with six or seven children can we say we think it's a lovely, warm family thing. Yeah. I, I envy your Christmases. Speak for yourself. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're all different. Mm. Um, so when all the runners and riders get together for yeah. their 
you know, for the Oscar noms. So they have the oh, yeah. Oscar nomination luncheon. Can I ask a question before we go sure. into this? Um, and I think we've had this debate before, but I, I think it might it changes, so I just want to be kept mm. up to date. For many years, you know, I have this series, there's a series of chairs, and people sit in those chairs. So there's the, if you do mm. a joke about someone being a drunk, there's someone who's in that chair at the time and they are seen as the drunken yeah. person. Yes. Or the you know, the unreliable the dodgy person or the woman or whatever yes. it is. Mm. And he was in the best looking bloke chair for mm. I oh, mean yeah. t- Ten or more years, mm. people. And I, when I'm talking about these chairs, I mean people would say, "Well, you know, he's a bit of a he's a bit of a Brad Pitt." I mean, it would be absolutely the yes. word for it. Mm. I am guessing he's a 56 year old man with six kids. He's no longer in in the who is who now sits. Who is the byword for good looking yeah. maleness? Well, it's um, it was Ryan Gosling. I think it for was Ryan Gosling. But he never got to Brad. He never got to Brad. I mean, I think Anne Nora would say Brad Pitt. I don't think she'd say Ryan Gosling. Right. Is she the benchmark then? I think she's a benchmark for Should we just ask her? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how many kids has she got? I think um, I. Th- how many? How many children has Lady Macbeth? That was quite a big um, <laughs> debate, a literary oh. debate. Yeah. Um, he, he's still good looking. I looked mm. at pictures yeah. of him this week. He's, he's, mm. he's got sure that is. different kind of old, getting older guy, mm. rugged. Mm-hmm. But I don't think he's in the... Anyone got any clear views on who's in that chair? I'd love to hear mm. it. Um, but, um, yes, the, uh, sorry, I interrupted the, the, the yep. story. You're forgiven. He, um, he decided to wear... You know you're given these name tags on the table when you often come into these events... And he decided, rather brilliantly, I think, to wear his name tag. Mm-hmm. So it said, Brad Pitt, Best Supporting Actor nominee, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Now, obviously, none of the others sported their name tags. It's like when, I don't know if you've met Madonna, but she introduces herself by saying, Hi, I'm Madonna. And there's that weird thing of, oh, well, I know. So, I mean, you must... Have you met people, Frank, where you've thought... Because you've met Elton John, and I can imagine it would be very strange if he said, hi, I'm Elton. No, he he didn't. And when I saw... I I, I recently went to an audience with the Pope... And when he came came on stage, he didn't say, hello, I'm the Pope. I'm sure he he didn't refer to it as stage either, on stage at seven. I I respected him for that because he backed himself. Right. Yeah, he thought they'll know. And I thought that was brilliant. I mean, forgive my... uh, question but had there been a compare that said ladies and gentlemen please welcome the Pope no there's no intro yeah. I, he just he right. came he came in like a game show host through the Brilliant. back door so yeah, I, that's confidence <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is that is real confidence no no intro required and uh, I I don't I don't know about you Al when you go on do you say hello I'm Alan Cochrane no no <laughs> I want to see how it's going before I uh, tell them who I am. (laughs) (laughs) The best of Frank Skinner. Absolute radio. You've uh, you've lit up the switchboard with who's in the handsome actor chair. Oh, yeah. That that Brad Pitt occupied for so long. (laughs) Not necessarily actor, I mean public figure. All right, public figure. Uh, 391, Tom Hardy's in the chair. He's been in the chair for a while now. Has he? Again, do people I say... Call, 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 he's a bit Tom Hardy. No. Do people say that? 
I would say we've had our... There was a bit of Ryan, a bit of Bradley Cooper for a while, was oh, he yeah. in the chair? Really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, see, I can't quite picture who he is, so it wouldn't work for me. <laughs> I know, okay, but then there use. is the sort of people who men think is good-looking. For years it was Pierce Brosnan. Oh, yeah. But also, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's oh, a yeah. handsome man, and no woman ever fancied him. No, I agree, I, I agree. I think it works both ways. Of I think, course there is, yeah, of course think, it does. I think women yeah. have this idea yes. the women that you think... Yes. yes. Exactly. Zero two, I was suggested Idris Elba and Jason Mamoa. I thought that was going to be Manford. <laughs> we were all on the edge of our seats. <laughs> uh, but no, Jason Mamoa, I don't know. Oh, he was in Game of Thrones, the okay. one with the very striking eyebrows. Someone um, mentioned in the studio, mentioned Harry Styles. I think that, yes. to me, is mm. the closest dart to the bullseye so far. To mm-hmm. me, as I think I've said before, he looks a bit like he's on the school run in Hampstead. Looks like one of the mums. Um, oh, I don't right. mind that. I know. I still think of him uh, in the flying in that video. <laughs> I mean, it's one of the best things ever. It's his birthday today, apparently. Is it? Harry Styles. 26, Was is that David right? Beckham not in the chair for a while? Yeah. Oh, in the handsome yeah. chair. I'm just yeah. going to give Beckham... He might a... still be. Uh, I think that's another good dart. Good arrows. Okay. Yes. Styles and Beck's good arrows. Yeah. But the reason we're discussing Brad Pitt... Styles is and Beck's is what they call, of course, Victoria and David Beckham. <laughs> yeah. In there. Mm. The Brad, reason we're discussing yeah. Brad Pitt is that he wore this name badge. Now... Mm. I, I have a theory that may be somewhat polarising. I think Brad Pitt might actually be, like me, a bit misanthropic. And I think he might have put on the name badge because anybody seeing Brad Pitt wearing a name badge would assume that it's a lookalike who's not that self-confident and therefore mm-hmm. well, not want it, to it, talk to them. But it was at the Oscars <laughs> lodge. Yeah, I mean, nobody's going to expect Brad Pitt to wear the name badge. You'd, have, you'd expect a lookalike. Like, you, well, they might I, think, oh, see, we've got like 10 for I this year. There are two main interpretations of this. Um, mm. One, you could say he's such a lovely bloke that he doesn't know how famous he is. Now, <laughs> I think that's a quite a hard one to uh, take yeah. on board. Yes. I remember arriving at the BBC once and no one came out to meet me. And rather than phone anyone or make a fuss, I just walked, went into the, you know, my sense of direction, but I went in, asked a couple of people on door, and I found my way to the, the, to the production office I was heading she for on my own. Well done. But the thing is, it was what I would call getting people the sack <laughs> humility <laughs> <laughs> because yes it was me saying oh it's fine but really it was me saying I have never but in the lovely still keeping <laughs> what a nice guy but but where is Gavin he was supposed to be there he's for the high jump so and I felt there's an element of this sorry about that if you're listening Gavin I think it's I'm sorry Gav uh, humility delivered with a double handed sword I I think the person who said to Brad Pitt is your name badge is probably already um, waiting at a soup kitchen somewhere in LA Absolute Radio The best of Frank Skinner Absolute Radio We've really got into this conversation about who's in the handsome chair Can I say I've really enjoyed it so have I. I feel like we've I both feel on your, and off air, we've, we've I really feel, objectified men and I've loved it. Yes, it's I've been really it. good fun. We've I think Al's on tenterhooks thinking, is, 
is he, are we going to mention him at any point? And oh, I'm no, like, not at all. Not at all. But it's really good fun. When I was a kid, the man in the handsome chair was Rock Hudson. <laughs> <laughs> and we people didn't would know. always say he's a bit of a Rock Hudson. We didn't know. No, we didn't know. But, yeah. uh, I like Nico Mode, who suggested Prince Charles. <laughs> I think that's incorrect. <laughs> mm. Well, he that's was been, handsome in that his been youth. stuck in the system for a while, that one? <laughs> you know these letters that you get in the paper occasionally who were posted in 1938? <laughs> Somebody listening to one of the decade stations, maybe. <laughs> We've decided on in the handsome chair, just in case anyone's interested, I think we all seem quite... There seems to be vague agreement over David Beckham as yes. being an also... I suggested Emily's friend David Gandhi, but maybe... I don't think, oh, think Anora wouldn't shout. know David Gandhi. She'd know Gandhi, but she wouldn't know David Gandhi. <laughs> I don't think Gandhi... No, for all his for all his merits, but but David Gandhi, DG, yes. Terry Wogan used to say to me when we worked together, (laughs) clang, that there was only a. You the uh, He said there's about at any one time there's only ever about five people in Britain who could walk into any room anywhere and and they would be recognised. That's a great theory. And he said, I'm one of them, of of himself, which was certainly true at the time. Brilliant. um, Yeah, there aren't aren't that many. That is really good. How do you deal with introducing yourself... And you don't, there doesn't need to be false modesty because, well... Well, why start now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, Al. Um, however, do you, there must be situations where you're conscious that everyone knows who you are. Well, so I, do you say, I'm Frank? Yes, or, I do. Do you? Yes, because then I give them the chance to confirm that they knew that already. Yeah. Which... Um, uh, makes me feel good that I've been both humble and it's been proved that I'm well known. So you've been humble and it's been proved that you're humble. It's great. It's, it's a double a, win. Yeah, it's, yeah, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a. Well, it's the humble. It does work. Can I say this mm. failed once? I went. Oh. I, I still look back on this with some um, surprise at myself. But I went into a. There was a hospitality event at this football game, mm. and I walked in and the guy on the door said, "Have you got your pass?" And I reached into oh, my yeah. pocket, pretending, and then took out my right hand with a pointed finger and just pointed at my face. <laughs> I mean, it was outrageous. And he said, oh, yeah, all right. And I, but really, it wasn't a good thing to oh, do. I you mean, could have was, done both hands and, and drawn a box around your face. If well, you like... think I'm doing that and Brad Pitt is wearing a name badge, the world is upside down. <laughs> it's, a high, it's a potentially high-risk strategy as well, Frank. Can I ask a Brad... I mean, Brad Pitt has just been nominated for the Best Supporting Actress. Yes. Actor. Um, he... See, I thought he was fading away a bit. Was that wrong, or is this a comeback? Oh, I think it's... Um, no, he's... I think it's a resurgence, is it? I think it's. Re- I think he's much loved, mm. Pitt, isn't I'm he? I'm just thinking, if, if he hadn't have had the nomination, would he have dared got a name badge that said oh. on it, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, as if it was <laughs> the beginning of explaining who he was? Yes. <laughs> if you turn the badge over, it's got a little bio. This is the best of Frank Skinner. 
on Absolute Radio. Five oh, seven the... nine has sent us an interesting message. Uh, oh yeah, Frank M and Al. I used to eat Oxo cubes as a child, and I still do. Good on you. I'm yeah. in my late forties. Okay. You think yourself lucky if that's your diet. <laughs> and then, well, if you think that's it, you think salt would be all right. Must be all right for you yeah, after I'll all. I'll must, have a lot of tummy rumbles. Must have with a glass of orange squash. Oh, <laughs> that's gross. What do you mean? Ooh, like that's nice. I like the sound of that. Well, all right. I'm going to have to take back my thought about the next sentence. Never met anyone else that did this until I met my husband. Love you all, darling. That's how we. Fi- that's how we find. Um, the right person yeah in life well I if I they eat oxo cubes I, what and if drink they, orange squash if you meet someone who has a, sim, a similar it's quirk a cocktail that is now when I say a similar quirk mm. I don't mean obviously poorly <laughs> Um, we it's didn't one think, of the other we didn't think you meant that. So you're you're going out with Pauline Quirk, and they're going out with like um, Linda Robson, Helen Quirk, <laughs> who's a cousin who looks quite a bit like her. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I got in the other night late. Yes. Um, what I, time was late? Well, it was about one, one in the morning. Oh, that late, is late. late for me. And you know, I sat down. I had a nice orange squash. And I thought to myself, is it too late for orange squash? It really felt that uh. it's not a nighttime drink. Yeah. Yes, I mean, it's not really a... It's not really a sort of 2019 drink, if I'm 100% honest Dear with you, Dear did I do a bad thing? No, I don't think you did anything. Squash has sort of died out now, darling. I don't, I, I don't know. I mean, te- obviously texting any fans, oh, but I, I mean... Do you, squash what, do you? I thought sometimes. to myself, if this... If this was, say, a Ribena, which mm. we could call a blackcurrant squash, sure, I would. I would feel that all right because there's something about its purpleness which makes it of the night. Oh yeah. Yes, it's. A- Whereas the orangeness of squash reminds me of the sun. It's the sort of That's morning drink, think, isn't it? That's orange. I think orangey orange, drinks are very I- morningy. I would say you're right. Orange squash is your daytime friend. Yeah. And Ribena's your nightclubbing pal. Yeah. We've uh, all got them. The uh, I remember we had a, uh, I had a cleaner once, I know, and she was going to Ibiza for a week and um, she, had a, <laughs> she had her nails done, like one orange, one yellow, one orange, one yellow. And I said, that's nice. And she said, yeah, sun and sand. <laughs> I thought it was... Uh, Fabulous. No, she was um, talking about your laundry pile. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yes, I know. I know what you mean. I sometimes in the evening, you see a hot chocolate. Similarly, if someone hot chocolate at ten in the morning. Yeah. Bit, bit strange. Yes. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, you'd better be skiing or something. <laughs> yeah. What are the other? Um, what are the other squashes you can get though? You can't get apple squash. Oh, you can. Apple squash. Yeah, we do. It's really nice. I've never heard anything called apple squash. Well, we get it, and uh, and my kids were really excited that I got some the other day. Mm. It's one of the few bits of good dadding I've uh, I've got to chalk up. Can you get a melon squash? Oh, I don't think so. I don't know why squash is seen as so uncool, though. (laughs) Yeah. Well, because it's quite 70s, Frank. It's not very healthy. If if we were in a cafe in LA now having breakfast Mm -hmm. and someone said, I'll have a 
OJ, please. And they ordered an orange juice. That'd be fine, wouldn't it? Give me OJ. Yeah. Uh, he, he, actually, OJ Simpson was known as the juice, I believe. Yes, he was, yeah. Um, would he, if his name had been OS Simpson, would he have been known as the squash? No, <laughs> he wouldn't. And you're suggesting <laughs> Oliver someone... Sacks. Does anyone call Oliver Sacks the squash because he's OS? <laughs> no. That's my thing. So what would it be wrong if that same guy said, oh, give me an orange squash, please? People think, what the earth has happened? <laughs> anyway, I think squash is getting quite a bad deal. And I, can I, I also say, I spent I my whole childhood not calling it squash. Squash was someone I picked up in my twin. We always called it cordial. Right. So you'd have um, orange cordial. Well, when I had my Scottish accent, we always called it diluting. Oh, did you? We would just say... Can I have some diluting, Mum? That's right. Oh, you've made it sound like a very trendy energy drink. (laughs) If it was still called diluting, that um, gorilla that escaped from London Zoo and had five (laughs) litres of Ribena would have known not to drink it neat. Yes. Um, Apparently, you weed purple for three days. (laughs) (laughs) The best of Frank Skinner. Absolute radio. Let's have a proper radio um, texting. Oh, oh yeah, go on then. What like is it? Last week's. What is it? No. Like a, um, <laughs> what about rather? unusual crush? Oh, that's good. Well, mine. Now, when I, when I say unusual crush, are uh, uh, mine. In, do you know Ray from uh, Star Wars? <laughs> oh, <laughs> da- yeah. Da- Daisy. Yeah. I think. Uh, oh, I know exactly who yeah. you Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, not actually Daisy. her. Not actually Ridley. Not actually her, but th- there's a. Um, <laughs> I saw a Lego version of her <laughs> in um, Hanley's, and I thought, "Wow, four looks amazing." <laughs> yeah, and I felt I felt a little uneasy around it, and I thought yeah, I'm gonna have yeah. to get out of it. It's life size. Oh, was it? And oh, Daisy Ridley, don't get me wrong, it's a very attractive one, but it's never really. It's the doll. She's never, let's say, floated my boat. Right. But I think she's brilliant in the film. Yeah. yeah. She's scenic. I'm not denying <laughs> she's that. She's scenic. But there was something about her Lego version. Okay, Frank, that is up there. I'm going to. Can I, can I say one other one Please that I do. picked up quite recently? And this might just, mean nothing to you. Just obscure crushes. Obscure crush. <laughs> yeah, come on. Um, the tiger in Kung Fu Panda. <laughs> Something really sort of slinky and uh, it's very hard to say. <laughs> Obviously slightly feline, but but very... Um, words, <laughs> words I can't use, but, you know, sensual. I don't like this. Cats yeah. going to start seeing ads popping up. Tiger Sanctuary. <laughs> <laughs> What about my, um, surely you remember my, one of my obscure crushes? I can remember your obscure crush. Oh, Vince Cable. Vince Cable. Oh, I'd hardly call that obscure. Oh, I'm Henry VIII. I think you're forgetting the third one. (laughs) Son of canoe man John Darwin. Oh, yes, I've only ever seen one photograph of him. Excellent work. In a Sunday Times supplement, there was a photograph of him. Based on one photo alone, but I just thought he looked attractive. Well, people have met on that basis, of course, it's in the modern yeah. world. The Darwins are hard to track down. Well, yeah, exactly. Where do you park your kayak when you meet him? Yeah. My one's difficult. What's it's yours? never going to be realised. Never. What is it? Well, do I, you know, d- I a- doubt Tiger in Kung Fu Panda. 
it's, uh, it's gonna come off. That's a good point. You make a very good point. Um, do you know the TV, the Netflix television series to re- uh, uh, making a murderer? You know, you know the uh, making a murderer series. Yes. The victim, Teresa Holbeck. <laughs> I fancy Teresa Holbeck. Oh, oh she's pretty. <laughs> I haven't seen this. Do you mean oh, she's... Um, she's no longer she's with no longer us. She's no longer with us. But there's quite I'm a few pictures of her as a, a nice, happy young woman. She's okay. pretty. Like, well, obscure crush. Her memory lives on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, lovely. <laughs> Have you seen her in Lego? No, not yet. No, not yet. The best of Frank Skinner. Absolute radio. Frank, I have some good news and some bad news for you. (laughs) Which do you want first, Frank? I'll go, um, well, you know, it's top load. I'll go good news first. Um, Can I give you the bad news? Oh, no, the good news. No, no, you choose. I'm I'm going to trust your sense of theatre. The good news (laughs) is um, that you have been uh, sent a message proving you right. Well, that. I know it's the best news. (laughs) Yeah. Abe Lincoln Vampire Hunter is an awesome film. There you go. So that's Didn't exciting for you, isn't it? wasn't one of your silly films. Uh, bad news, Harry and Meghan are not happy here. OK. They're, they're going to leave the country. I don't know if you've missed this news cycle. Well, I mean, uh, I'm, we should discuss this. I'll put the news about um, LBJ being the second it. tallest on hold end because this oh, feels okay. more relevant. That's from uh, 454. Um I'm afraid he picked his beagle up by the ears and caused a bit of a public outrage. Oh, Lyndon B. Johnson yes. did? Yeah. Did he? They all got, often get into trouble with dogs, these people. Yeah, do remember... Uh, Mitt Romney? Mitt, Mitt Romney. <laughs> <laughs> Mitt Romney. We said it. Oh, his, no, he did yeah. And the vapour trail of canine excrement <laughs> that he left behind him. When he put the dog, Frank, on the roof rack. I know. I mean, go- Google it, guys. It's... Uh, <laughs> Google it, guys. It's one of those stories. I would put it up there with Sir Gawain and the Green Knight as one of the great oh, yeah. stories I... in the English language. <laughs> would you put it up there with when the gorilla drank the Ribena? Oh, um, and kombucha. Yeah. Kombucha, yes. <laughs> I mean, that's in the top five. I think that was it. Was it five, li- five litres of Ribena yes. uh, dropped by a gorilla? He went, yeah. he went uh, crazy wild. No yeah. water, no... Yeah. No and diluting, just the diluted. <laughs> diluting? The undiluted. Purple weed, purple weed. <laughs> okay. So, Meghan and Harry, or Megxit, I believe they're calling That's it. That's right. Uh, very clever, that. I bet the person <laughs> who'd come up with that just couldn't. Uh, the trouble is, nowadays, if you come up with a joke like that in the old days, you'd just go and do it proudly. <laughs> now you'd go, proudly? Now you'd yeah. go on the internet to see if any... And, and, and all those pawn jokes, yeah. ten other people have come up with them. Yeah. So oh, it's, it's a... It's a, it's a I, I hate the internet for that. It's a bit like... Um, on the 1st of January when you realised that it was 2020 and you thought, oh, I've got a vision for 2020 exactly. and then everyone's done yeah, 2020 no, yeah, vision. No, it's a, I think I did one myself. I'm desperately ashamed to say. <laughs> I think I used to do a joke about how uh, rather than 2020 vision, I had 1812 vision and that I was making overtures at people. Oh, that uh, is... I love it's a that. It's more elegant, isn't uh, it? I, that's an excellent joke. Thanks, Frank. Thanks. Okay. Anyway, so the yes, news, they're off. the news cycle. So, yes, they've... Well, you know, Megan. Did you yeah, Did you know pals. this was going to happen? Were you in the WhatsApp group? 
Uh, no further questions at this time. Thank you. <laughs> I will Look. be holding a press conference. I, I've met Megan. Yes. And as you know, I, I liked her enormously. Yes. Uh, I found her very charming. You liked her what? Enormously. Oh, OK. But I found her... I know this sounds strange, but she was a bit too normal. No offence to any oh. members of the royal family. Yes. But she just seemed a bit like someone you'd meet at a party and have a conversation with. And I did... That's that's I problematic. Fear. I fear that she'll be tweeting in a minute saying, <laughs> I, I have never been so insulted. But no, I no, see that no. as a massive... It's like... It's not for for normal people, really. Yeah. Because you've got to be a bit strange do you think in he that did, family. Did he do that thing that you do when you get into a new relationship? And... Um, she said, look, my friends have said there's a lot of press intervention and, and uh, yes. um, an invasion uh, mm. when you're... And he goes, no. Yeah, yeah. It's great. We never hear from the press. It's like never... I've been in the press for years. Yeah. And then when she comes in, she finds out the real truth of it. Maybe. But did you get a tip-off about it? That's what we want no. to know. No. Okay. Can you, I say... If you if you should have told us, and then we could have stepped in when they wanted to get I a didn't... Frogmore house I refurbished for yes. 2.4 million. <laughs> and uh, we could have said, hold on, we know you're off. So Can I'm I sorry, just say... No, no. Madam Two Swords, they were quick. They're always quick off the mark. That was a really clever bit of yeah. They went straight in. But I want to know how that really happens. Good. The meeting as have well. They been, have they the, been melted down? They didn't get <laughs> melted down, Frank. They got taken um, out of the official royal lineup. Wow, moved so elsewhere yesterday. Put in with American celebrities now. They're actually what? in the foyer greeting people now. <laughs> no, the real ones. <laughs> <laughs> now that'll be a couple of years. Yeah. <laughs> that was quick, though, to move them mm. out. Well, I think maybe the old Queen gave them a call. Unless she reckon. might have said, remove them. No, she might have said, bring them over here. We can put them up, for, we can take them to official <laughs> oh, things and no one, no one will notice. It'll be absolutely <laughs> fine. Hi. Photo That's opportunity. <laughs> I wonder what Piers Morgan thinks. <laughs> Is, is that what, something you've got on a T-shirt? <laughs> Absolute Radio. The best of Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. I like something I never thought I'd say, but I did like something Nigel Farage said. He this said... how they get you, you know. No, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> a couple of years, you'll be like me. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happened with, with Reese Mug and that oh. joke about the tattoo part. Yes. Oh, but that was incredible. That was brilliant. But this was unintentionally funny for ours. But, you know, still, credit where it's laughter. I still got... He still got the laugh. Mm-hmm. But uh, he, I saw a clip and he said... I tell you, it's 1936 all over again. Oh, yeah. Oh, the abdication. Yeah, and it just mm-hmm. seemed a very Farage take on it. Yeah. To mention the I 30s. I think he's, his memories in black and white. <laughs> <laughs> it was very pathé. And I also saw Charles... Is it Charles Moore that yes. he used to edit The Telegraph? Mm-hmm. Um, Has he I, got a big beard? No, no, he's got okay. son's beard. Was it him? I may have got this wrong. It might have been the one who used to edit The Standard, who I can't remember his name. But anyway, one of them said, well, I mean, it's very sad what's happened to the royal family. I just hope they don't remain on non-speakers. On non-speakers? And that's a very wow. posh way of saying I'm ghosting <laughs> and, and you or not the talking. the first time he's ever said remain. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, is there a case, though, uh, this week... I put Buzz to bed, uh, my my uh, seven-year-old, and he was back to school the next morning. 
and he got a bit teary and said, can't we just stay on holiday forever? Yeah. Oh. And they have just had a six-week holiday in Canada and I wonder if they've just come back. You know, when you think, why yeah. do we get, we could move here. I moved this exact, yeah, this is it. This yeah. is what's happened. They've, it's so tempting that and it lasts... They had a local beer or a sangria and they've let it yeah. go to their heads yeah. and thought we could do this forever. We could get a place here. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, I feel... The and trouble is with that, that is usually that goes away in a week or two and you calm down but they've committed so publicly to it now yeah they well, might be stopped the with it mm-hmm. and why you would want to leave a family like that lovely uncles I, yeah. I don't know I also lovely thought maybe people there's, in that maybe family. there's an uncle in the family thinking I wish you'd announced this six weeks ago you'd have taken some of the heat <laughs> he off me he can't believe it's not <laughs> there he is I think there might be be an uncle in the family thinking <laughs> I, I, I don't mind being the patron of the Royal Society for the protection I'm, I've got some spare time on my hands do you think the response when he asked that is no you're alright <laughs> yeah I felt sorry for Harry when they said they reported it is reported that the Queen telephoned Prince Harry direct immediately Ooh. after the announcement can you imagine Ooh. that call for well him? I've heard that she um, he picked up the phone and she sang the whole of uh, Billy <laughs> Oceans when the going gets tough, the tough get going in a sort of shrill, accusative voice. So um, I, I would don't envy him that. No, the poor queen. That I mean, you know. Yeah, I've never bit, heard that, the poor bit, queen. And other things no one has ever said. I know, but it's I like a... that these strange jobs come out, though. Like they said, well, you hear these correspondents talking in this way, using these weird archaic... They said, well, obviously, the, the finances will all be down to the keeper of the privy purse. Yeah. So my, not, keeper um, of the privy... My, Chaucer's Britain. Yeah, and the <laughs> sovereign grant. The, the, the money that they receive from the sovereign grant. Yeah. Do you think they said... I thought Russell Grant had been... Uh, promoted into it. <laughs> Can you um, get me some money out of the sovereign grant? I just yeah, need to pay the uh, milkman. I think what they should do is get the money that we are going to save as taxpayers by not having to pay Meghan and Harry at the sovereign grant. The royal family should put it on the side of a double-decker bus and say it can go to the NHS. <laughs> That's very popular. They're, stre- they're streamlining it, apparently, and there was a succession photo, wasn't there? And there are reports that the succession photo didn't go down well because it's just... Um, it's just the four, isn't it? It's oh. Queen, Charles, oh. uh, William and George, your favourite, Frank. Yes. And uh, I think Harry's sixth in line. Yeah. I believe so. And I think it was seen as, this is Charles's idea, the streamlined royal family. And streamlining will cause problems. Well, look, I think they could solve the whole thing by saying, OK, well, good luck with it all. Um, the Duke of Edinburgh's offered to drive you to the airport. <laughs> <laughs> this is the best of Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Uh, Daniel Craig, mm. he's your personal sort of Moriarty figure in your life, really. Well, yeah. but it, my cleaner who left me for Daniel Craig has now gone on. We should say you weren't involved with her either. If you, your cleaner wasn't Rachel no, no, Weisz. She was my, 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 she was my. We were clean. They, she cleaned at our home. Yeah, and then. In fact, I spoke to my current cleaner the other day, and she said, "Oh yeah, I clean for." Daniel sometimes I thought really she's he's working he's working <laughs> his wicked ways again she'll be off yeah 
shame. I mean to get clean, as I'm not suggesting anything else. He no. apparently, we were talking about the Samsung deal that he turned down because him and the movie was Spectre at the time. Yeah. And was it Sam Mendes who directed that? I think it might have been, but if I'm wrong, I do apologise. But he didn't think it was the right fit for Bond. They said, apparently he said, Bond only uses the best, so he wouldn't be seen with the phone. He was offered 50, uh, they were offered 50 million as a deal and he was individually offered 5 million. Well, Sony's supposed to have offered them 50 million, but we don't know what that was for. They might have wanted him to use a mini disc. Yeah. I think Sony offered 18 million. Uh, Samsung offered 50. I mean, what we're saying is these people are being offered a lot of money. Yeah, money, yeah. Money Do you think kicking around. Who, who was it that made the magnet that takes the zip on the dress down? <laughs> 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 who, that's a sponsorship. Yeah, I think he got that from a scrapyard. Oh, just a, just like know? three quid from a scrapper. Do you um, think there was a point where Daniel Craig went, oh, I don't think we should uh, have a, a Samsung phone because Bond wouldn't have that? There was anybody in the meeting that wanted to say, Daniel, this is this is all pretend, but the money's real. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like it's not a documentary about a spy. Actually, Bond didn't have blonde hair. Didn't <laughs> yes. <before. laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Just shut up and take some of this money, mate. No, Will but they... I... All right. <laughs> Just keep doing that. I like that the new film is called No Time to Die, which just basically sounds like he's got a lot on. Yeah, that's exactly (laughs) how I interpreted it. I haven't got time to die, dear. I mean, I'm so busy this week. I Isn't that the point of this, that he's retired in this one? Why don't they just call it Bond? Haven't got a minute to myself. (laughs) (laughs) Why not just call it Bond 35 or whatever? Just do them all like that now. That's the way forward. Yes, not as sexist as it used to be, it could be called. Yeah. Well, I, I was that, watching it. Drawn people on the Bond. project. I, yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I watched the clip of the new Is Bond film. Is that what film. he called them? <laughs> oh, yeah. I watched the clip of the new Bond film. And it was a bit odd because the trailer before... I was watching, you know, they have the ad beforehand. I hate those ads. For yeah. like, skip this in three seconds. Why not just let me skip it now? Mm. Anyway, oh, yeah. the ad that I didn't have the option to skip was two middle-class kids in karate uniform, Al. Cool. Just to bring you into this. Love and it. they were saying, please slow down, Daddy. And the dad's going too fast. I mean, I, I, don't, oh, I think right. they survived, yes. Yeah. They survived, but they were like, no, Daddy, stop. It was one of those very distressing. I and thought at first it was going to be a we... dad karate teacher hitting them <laughs> too fast. They couldn't do their blocks. And then we kicked into... Oh, really? Bond going around the Monte Carlo sh- sort of chicanes. Yeah. Don't drive too fast, James. <laughs> that would ruin, ruin the whole franchise. You, yeah. Daddy, no. So we're going to go. We're going to go when it comes. It's coming out late because yep. of the uh, corona. Yeah. But um, we, we, it used to be a... We had an outing. We've had a couple, I think, to Bond. We did films. Spectre. No. We... Spectre to Rector. <laughs> <laughs> We've done two. The deal is, I book the tickets, and that's the deal. I think and I you the got popcorn. the popcorn. You right. get the popcorn. It's, yeah, it's a good deal. I love it. The best of Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Well, we were talking about Tradition. Bond and No Time to Die and the fact that, as you said, it's about his retirement. Mm. I yeah. believe that's when it starts. So it's him queuing at the post office. Yeah. Essentially. Doing watercolours. Cashier numbers. <laughs> cashier number seven, please. Watercolours, yes. Ordering, maybe him flicking through the supplements, Frank, ordering some of those nice elasticated trousers. Yes. You know, I have given up shop. What if he'd, have re- what if he'd resigned <laughs> to go to retire 
and he'd, he'd woken up in the village like the prisoner. Because that was the oh. old idea that spies weren't supposed to resign. Yes. Because they knew too much. So they had to be hidden away. That would mm. have been a fabulous intertextuality. I always thought if I ever got a mastermind, which I wouldn't, but um, I grow old. I grow old. Um, but I think I always felt my specialist subject, I'd love it to be the prisoner. But now I think it might be Pete. Oh, okay. Disney character. Right, you probably already know more done than most a people. One week deep dive on Pete. I mean, I've gone deep. Uh, well, on the subject of films, though, I just wanted to raise something, which is while we're talking about branding, did you read this about Apple? Ryan Johnson, you'll know him. Frank, he's your community because he did Star Wars The Last Jedi, I believe. Okay. Oh, I thought you meant the S&M community that Frank jokes about being involved <laughs> in. Did he do The Last Jedi? I, I may be wrong. I think he did... I'm sure he did okay. Star Wars. Our readers okay. can let us know if I've got that right. But he did sure. Knives Out, which is fabulous. Um, he has revealed that Apple told him the villain in his movie was not allowed to be seen using an Apple product. Oh, you know, I think. Mm. And he has explained... Not an apple. No. <laughs> well, the yeah. difficult thing was the film was about the Garden of Eden. <laughs> <laughs> Not many scenes where uh, Bond baddies are eating chutney with some... That of Isaac uh, Newton biopics all over the place. Isn't Snow, isn't Snow White <laughs> doesn't, the bad, doesn't the baddie use an apple product in Snow White? Is that right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> the witch. Who I always had to play in the school play. Thank you. Oh, no. I know, I know. No, I had my revenge, Frank. Oh, yeah, they do. Well, I did. <laughs> I, I got I, laughs, thank I, you. I, I Snow White fun. doesn't get laughs, the witch does, That's the way sure. I played it. I went to see Snow White and the Six Dwarves last week. <laughs> oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm afraid the sneezy is self-isolated. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute Radio. The best of Frank Skinner. Absolute radio. Now, one thing I forgot to do, to be fair, the producer's supposed to tip me off for things like this, but, you know. Oh, yeah. Um, is I forgot to trail our guest this morning. We, we've only, we only yeah. ever have, um, I think, five people who are allowed to be guests yeah. on the show. And Very I exclusive. forgot to mention we'd got one coming in. Allowed to be guests. So, um, <laughs> so uh, yes. So, uh, Tim Key... Is uh, is with us this morning. I yeah. think he thought that was going to be some Russian music. <laughs> yes, well, it should have been. I, I just I just think it's jolly. Yeah, and you're a jolly guy. How are you, Tim? Fine, thanks. Good morning. But, um, that was a good interview. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's not it. That's not nice it. Nice to see you. No, no, that'd be, that'd be terrible. But deal next week. Do you know who the other people are? Yeah, there is a, it's a small group. I'm not mm-hmm. saying it won't be expanded, no, but, you know. No. For now. At the moment, it's you, Alex Horn, Stephen Moffat, Neil Gaiman and David Baddiel. Yeah, I'll take that. That's it. I think, you know, I mean, it's going to be pretty hard to keep up that standard. I don't want to dilute. Mm-hmm. Yes. Anyway, You've diluted a bit, haven't you? It's a group where I wouldn't mm. rely on but any of think... those people to fix my car. <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. Who do you see as the dilution? <laughs> Alex, maybe? Oh, that's harsh. Oh. Big star now. Yeah, he is, actually. I yeah. mean, yeah. you know, I think you might say he's overtaken you. I don't <gasps> yeah. want to be... Yeah, I think I might. This yeah. isn't yeah. our yeah. thought. It's certainly <laughs> overtaken. 
He's overtaking me. I'm, I'm accepting. I, mean, I knew it was going to go I'm, weird, but I'm I didn't think it was going to get personal. So I'm, I'm accepting. <laughs> oh, no, I'm, I'm in the same boat. I mean, Al, Al, Alan's in the, um, Alex oh. is in a speedboat. Yeah. <laughs> Alex, of course, is the mastermind behind uh, Taskmaster. Well, yeah. um, but Tim Key is in the studio. Well, hang on a minute. I'm yeah. the task consultant in Taskmaster. Yeah, but are you the mid? So who's, are you who's the mid the viewer to his yeah. comic relief? To his Bob Geldof comic relief? <laughs> yeah. I thought so. Uh, yeah. I can tell by those pointy sideburns. My pointy sideburns? No, there will be people listening to... This has been a horrible interview so far. No, well, I'll tell I like you what, it. it's about to get... You're going to love the next section. Right. Yeah. Because there'll be many people at home thinking, well, why on earth is is Tim Key on here? What's he, what's he got to sell this time? <laughs> why do you keep squinting at your screen every time you say my name? <laughs> because you have to remind yourself. I'll tell you why, because I'm trying to read... <laughs> I'm trying to read this... Oh, good. If you like playing cards And you like poetry If you like things that look nice And you like Tim Key <laughs> Then it may just be that we have found The perfect thing for you A lovely deck of playing cards With poems on them too Poetical playing cards, poetical playing cards, poetical playing cards, poetical playing cards, from Arthur and press.co.uk. Well, it's great to see you. <laughs> That's splendid. You can't help but smile, can you? It's lovely. That's really good. It's lovely. Who made that? Um, a guy called Joe Auckland, okay. who is uh, in the horn section. Is he mm-hmm. a bishop? Uh, is he a bishop? Bishop yeah. Auckland. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to just go straight is that in your role? There. <laughs> I love that song. I don't want to spend ten minutes on that. <laughs> I feel when I hear that song, I feel I should be serving a gentleman a martini and have a beehive yeah. in the bar. Do you see? Do you feel I, I, me? Frank? I'd like to see you in shots, bandoleros. Do you remember those things? So you used to oh, wear yeah. those Mexican bandit things, but with shots in each one. Wow, those were the days. Different time. Yeah, you don't get it in the Starbucks. Shots bandoleros. So, Tim, you are the first person, even in the days when we had guests yeah. on a regular basis, we never had anyone coming on to, to plug their new set of playing cards. <laughs> this is a... I mean, this is a first. Trailblazer. You are a trailblazer. Have, uh, you, have you seen the cards? I haven't. No. Do you want me either? Yeah, all right, hang on. I, I got mine out this morning. I got a preview pack... They're beautiful. Oh, I've got them handed over. Oh, OK. I'm going to have a look at these during the... uh, Can can I say... uh, Can we wash these down? Can I just point out when the fun stops, stop? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The best of Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio.